Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Iron Mike, and this is the second episode of our podcast, The Buffalo Corner, where facts and opinions seamlessly intersect, we hope. (laughs) Once again, remember, I'm just a guy who loves sports, and we're going to talk it how we talk it. This episode's titled, State of the Union, Run It Back. Is that really what we want to do? Well, it looks like we have no choice. Brandon Bean brought back the gang. The magic man. But we're going to get into it, into whether it was really the right move. Here we go. So I compiled some numbers off of the Pro Football Focus um, stat things. Remember, these are Pro Football Focus facts, not Brandon Bean facts, not Buffalo Bill facts. But we're gonna take them from what they what what they're worth, and we're gonna take these numbers and put it together and call it how we saw it. How did we see? It? There are four QBs on our roster: Josh Allen. Mitchell Trubisky, Jake Fromm, Davis Webb. Jake Fromm and Davis Webb's numbers did not add in because they didn't have any numbers. So it's just Mitchell Trubisky and Josh Allen. They combined for a 76.5 score. Josh Allen had a 90. Josh Allen masked a lot of our problems. Oh, yes, he did. Mitchell Trubisky brings down the score a little bit, but for a backup... That was a power move by Brandon Bean. But by the end of this show, we'll start to realize Brandon Bean cannot be done making power moves if we want to run it back. And we're not trying to run it back and get the same result. We want to win. We're trying to beat the big dog, the Chiefs. Will they still be at the top of the mountain? Is that who we're going to see? Because we're getting there. We're climbing that mountain. I don't care if we got to move hell in high water. We're going to do it. Oh, yeah, I said it. I'm not scared to say it. We on the Buffalo Corner, y'all. If you ain't set tripping, red, white, and blue, Bills Mafia, the Bolton Buffalo Bills News Group, the K-Gun, Bills Mafia, Rochester, Bills Mafia, Syracuse, Bills Mafia, Buffalo, Bills Mafia all over the world. Get off this podcast. It's not for you. Unless you want to hate. I guess. I guess haters are welcome. We're all witnesses, right? (laughs) So a 90 for Josh Allen. Let's go to the wide receiver group. Stephon Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Isaiah Hodgins. Jake Kumaro, Duke Williams, Tanner Gentry, and I'm sorry I don't have the other guy's name that just got added, but he actually brought this score down a little bit because he was only a 50, but they're going to probably use him for special teams or training camp arm, as they say, to push Isaiah McKenzie and see whether he's about it, about it, or he'll have to play for candy somewhere else, but I'm a believer in Isaiah McKenzie. He had eight TDs. That ain't no fluke. He did what he did. It's production. It's on paper. It's on tape. Stefan Diggs is the only other 90 
that we have on the team. So it's Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, two 90s. There are no more 90s. It only gets worse from here, y'all. Trust me. Emmanuel Sanders is a 70, which is great for his for his spot and his production and what he's doing in his age. That's great for us. Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis, they bring us steadiness. And keep in mind, even, even though Gabe had like a 60 for a score, he was a rookie. That's pretty good for a rookie. He did better than expected. Can we get can we get some more guys to step up in this room and do better than expected? Because that overall score for the nine of them was 61. So we go from a 76 QB room to a 61 wide receiver room. That's got to come up. We can't just run that back. Hopefully with Emmanuel Sanders in there, that'll bring that score up from a 61 production. Because as we can remember, in that last game, and you're judged by the last game you play. That's Brandon Bean's strategy. He's doing a lot of judging by the last game you play. Because it makes sense. If you get beat, there was reasons why you got beat. And not being able to break coverage, it looked like the Kansas City Chiefs were swarming us. They swarmed Josh. They swarmed the receivers. How is that possible? You know? So we got to fix that. Emmanuel Sanders is part of the solution. Let's go to the halfback room. Zach Moss, Matt Breida, Devin Singletary, Antonio Williams, Taiwan Jones, and Christian Wade. Six guys. 66.2. They had a better overall grade than the wide receiver group. Hmm. We added what we severely lacked. Matt Breida with speed. He had some of the fastest on-field scores in the NFL over the last three years. We need that guy. We need that speed. We got the... We got the... um, Lance, make him dance, guy, and Devin Singletary. He's he's going to make you miss. And when he makes you miss, he'll plug up the field. He ain't going to break away. But his vision's pretty good. Zach Moss, he ain't trying to make you miss. He's coming to lower the boom. And even though he's the same size as Devin, he runs just a little bit harder. Um, Taiwan Jones, you know what he's about. That's special teams. And keep in mind, Taiwan Jones ended our playoff hopes when we played Houston. Well, technically, the refs ended our playoff hopes, but that's neither here nor there. Taiwan Jones caught that pass from Deshaun Watson where um, Bam Bam was about to wrap him up. And then Matt Milano, y'all boy, came and knocked Deshaun loose so he could get that throw off. Oh, yeah, that's exactly how it went. Y'all better go look back at the tape. Bam Bam was about to throw him to the ground. Matt Milano came through and allowed Watson to regain his balance. I'm calling it how I saw it. That's going to be a theme of this show, of this podcast. So, 66.2, that's higher than the wide receiver group. So, if we're just going by the numbers, is running back that much of a priority in the draft? We shall see. Because, remember... You can be good or you can be great, right? So if you're thinking of getting a running back like ATN, Najee Harris, it's not to add to this room. 
It's to blow this room up. To bring it from a 66 score to one guy who can get it in the 90s, right? Less guys, more production from one guy. That's what that's that would be why you would draft a, a running back here. If you felt like one guy could just um knock this room out of the park. But what we really need is in this next is in this next group, the tight end group. We have Jacob Hollister, Nate Becker, Reggie Gillum, Tommy Sweeney, and Dawson Knox. Total score fifty four point seven five. Tied for the third lowest group score on the team. Now, who did we bring in? Jacob Hollister. I believe he does add value for what we got him. I really do. But he doesn't bring us from a 54 to a 64, 64 to a 74. The only person on this team who can do that, who has the physical capabilities right now to do that is Dawson Knox. But he's not producing so far. We have a lot of believers in Dawson Knox, myself included. But does Dawson Knox believe in Dawson Knox? Dawson Knox, talk to me out there, man. Tell me what's going on this summer. I mean, this spring. How are you preparing yourself for greatness? What different things are you going to bring to the team this year? Are you ready? Because if not, that 54 has to at least get to the 60s. We can't run that back, y'all. Nah. Can't run it back. We have to do better. Now, whether that comes in the form of a Tommy Tremble, a Pat Freermouth, a Brevin Jordan, a Trey McKitty, there's some guys. But I only believe two or three of them can do any better than Dawson Knox, what Dawson Knox's potential is. So I'm pulling for you, Dawson. Now, my guy in the K-Gun, Pat Fister, he's a big proponent of grabbing that tight end. And the numbers bear him out. If we're calling it how we saw it, Pat is right, y'all. We got to go get one. These guys aren't it. Nate Becker, I'm tired of seeing that name on the roster. I'm tired of seeing names on the roster who never play, who never contribute. Like, we have holes, clearly. Why? If this guy can't get into the game on a, a, a position group that the best of it only rates a 54, why is he here? Tommy Sweeney. You going to get healthy this year? You going to play this year? What's going on with that? Since somebody tell me, anybody in the mafia land tell me where is Tommy Sweeney? Is he is he part of us? Hmm. Now here may come a surprising group score. Our next group, the center. Mitch Morse and the new addition Jameel Douglas. Two guys. Average, 50. The lowest score on our team. 
I don't know the causes. I don't know the fixes. It ain't my job, but I'm going to call it how I saw it. Mitch Morse gets paid a lot of money, guys. He's supposed to be an anchor. We can't have that position with that amount of money invested into that position be our lowest score. Now, I, under, I understand the parts around it weren't great, but the parts around it were actually better than that position. So, by the numbers, our number one draft pick should be a center. We know that's not going to happen. I'm just calling it how we see it. By the numbers. Let's go to guard. Because I believe Mitchell fixed what he got to fix. And he gave us a little bit of, of money back. So, Mitch, we all good. Money making Mitch. <laughs> we going to guard. John Feliciano, Forrest Lamp, new addition. Jordan Devy and Cody Ford. Cody Ford's a starter. He is the third lowest grade in, in this position group. He's going to be our starting guard, guys. In a group that's 56. Let me see. Let me give you his exact number. He's a 53.8. Mitch Morse is actually a 63. Feliciano's 64. I don't want any 50s anywhere on our starting squad. Keep in mind, we had a low tight end group in the 50s, but at least Dawson Knock brings it up. He's a 60. Cody Ford's numbers bring him the numbers down. Yes, he was injured. But he's got to see the field and he's got to produce. You don't get to Super Bowls with excuses. It just doesn't happen. So we got to fix some things. All right, let's get into the next position group. Which actually made me smile a little bit because I was starting to get scared. Our next position group is tackle. Bobby Hart, Ryan Bates, Deion Dawkins, Darrell Williams. We are saved by the play of Deion Dawkins and and Darrell Williams. They contribute. They matter. I'm glad they are here. They help keep Josh clean. And they are proving to have better run block numbers than our guards. Our guards have to open these holes. They have to. They got to do it. No excuses. I don't care if it's run one run a game. When it's called block. Enough about that group because we are solid there. Thank you, Dion. Thank you, Daryl. From an average fan. From a couch. No, I'm not going to call myself a couch potato. I sit in a computer chair a lot. That's what I do. So... I'm a step up from a couch potato. So I'm not really knocking any of y'all because I couldn't get any of these numbers. Well, maybe at one point I could. I could have some better combine numbers than y'all. This team's sort of slow, y'all. If you haven't noticed, we need some athletic freaks on this team. We got beat by a team of athletic freaks. Yes, Kelsey is an athletic freak. He's big and he's agile. You should not be able to move your hips the way Travis moves his hips at that size. Just can't. In and out of cuts. He was uncoverable. Let's get into why that was. 
Part two is our defense. Cornerback position, Cam Lewis, Levi Wallace, Dane Jackson, Teron Johnson, and Trey Day. Score, 63.4. That's got to be higher. We can't run that back. Trey Day, they say he had an off year. Well, let's see what brings his score now. His run game score. His coverage was decent. It's always going to be a little bit lower on pro football focus for a Bills corner because of our system. We allow the catch and then we come to tackle. Trey Day could, could lock anybody up if, if that's what was asked of him. He could. But he gets dinged because of our system. And he's fine with that. I'm fine with that. We understand what it was. That's how we got beat in our first Super Bowl by the Giants. In the mastermind, Bill Belichick. They allowed us to catch the ball. And then came up and knocked our heads off. And we still almost won. An even bigger example of that was when we played Washington. I was a very young kid. That game made me cry. Worse than the Giants game. You know why? Because it was like a fight. We didn't show up to. They were literally punching us out. They were tougher than us. They were manhandling us. After we talked junk in the media. After we talked junk about their run game. They dominated us from start to finish. We had a little surge in there if I recall. But the game was a blowout. We physically got beat up. I remember they were body slamming receivers. It was crazy, y'all. If you weren't if you weren't here for it, I hope you can go back and look at some of that tape and understand. We weren't ready for these Super Bowls against the NFC East. And the NFC East tore us up. The Cowboys, the Giants, the Redskins. The only team that didn't beat us was the Eagles. Why? Because they're the Eagles. <laughs> Bump the Eagles. Remember, we red, white, and blue set tripping over here. So, Dane Jackson, Levi Wallace, will competition make one of these guys play better enough to be actual help to Tredavious White? Teron Johnson came up with some of the biggest plays, but overall his score wasn't great. So, he has to be more consistent. I'm pulling for you, Teron Johnson, because if you don't, they now make guys a dime a dozen that do what you do. There's linebackers that can cover how you cover. Jeremiah Wusu koromoa if he was there for us, Teron, you'd be riding the bench. I know it, but I don't think he's going to be there. So for now, you get a chance to run it back. All right, let's leave the corners alone. We know they got to get better. They know they got to get better. Let's get on to the safeties. Josh Thomas, Jaquan Johnson, Saran Neal, Micah Hyde, Jordan Boyer. Micah and Jordan were 70s. So from what I'm seeing, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good score. Do we need some youth? Can Bam Bam step up? Can Jaquan Johnson step up? 
He's he does his thing. They both do their thing on special teams. I don't really know much about Josh Thomas. Y'all hit me up on face on my Facebook on my Iron Mike Smith page. Let me know about Josh Thomas. Talk to me. I'm always ready to interact. I love talking sports. That's what I do. All day. Sports all day. You can also find me on the King Me Sports Network. You can also find me chatting with my brother every now and then at the All About the Bills Network. Draper J. That's his thing. This is the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. So, you know where to find me? I'm around 64.5. That's not a... That's not a bad score considering the rest of the scores. It's higher than our cornerback positions. Jordan Poyer, literally, I thought at a certain point, until the catch, (laughs) until the DeAndre Hopkins catch, was in the running for MVP. I literally felt that. He was playing that damn good. Like, out of his mind. Because you got to remember, he's got to come down and he's got to lay wood. Because of this next group that we're about to get into. And before I rag on them, I'm going to state the numbers so y'all can understand what I'm talking about. So Jordan Poyer, you were snubbed. You should have been in the Pro Bowl. I feel you. And I know you don't drink anymore. Congratulations to you. That was a, a touching story, my brother. But that kind of that kind of uh, decision making by the league would drive me to drink. You're, you're not the biggest of stature, right? So for you to make these business decisions to come lay the hay on some bigger tight ends, some bigger running backs. I don't think we understand what Jordan Poyer is. I consider him a monster. And Micah Hyde, he's a different type of monster. Now don't get it twisted. He'll knock your block off too. But he plays a different game. He plays the game in a way where quarterbacks stay away. He doesn't want his name called. Yeah, he'd like more interceptions. But he don't want them thrown to his way. He wants to confuse them so that they say, oh, 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 no, but not go there. That's what Levi Wallace needs to be. That's what I'm hoping Dane Jackson is. I believe Dane Jackson has the instincts, but does he have the size? Levi Wallace has the size, but he needs, he can he get more instinctual? I don't think that's possible. Levi is what he is. He is a great tackler, though, so he has value, especially at what he's being paid right now. Let's get into the linebacker group. Dun, dun, dun. We have seven guys in the linebacker group, and we... Before I say anything else, we could not just run this back how it is with these guys. It's not possible. They played horrible this year. I don't know the reasons. I'm not trying to make the excuses for them. If there is excuses, I'm not going to make them. We have Terrell Adams, new a new sign. Markel Lee, a new sign. No score. I don't think he played last year. Andre Smith. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Tyrell Dotson. I liked how he came in and spelled Tremaine Edmonds. He was coming downhill. He was doing his job. But the other pieces weren't that game. It was difficult. Matt Milano. Hmm. He's everyone's favorite. For what? 
For what? Now I'm glad we got him back. But if we would have had to pay him any more than what we paid him, I would have been in an uproar. Because there's better people out there. I'll, I'll get into that after I finish giving these scores. Tremaine Edmonds and uh, Matakavich. Combined score of 54, guys. That's the second lowest group score on our team. You wonder why they were running all over us? Why holes weren't were, were producing water? They weren't filling any gaps. Who was coming downhill? Who was smacking in the hole? None of these guys. Not this year. Now get it. I get it. Tremaine Edmonds was injured at the beginning of the year. Matt Milano, often injured. If this was Sammy Watkins, y'all would be picking on him, calling him glass. Matt missed more games than Sammy. Matt's a 54 score. Tremaine Edmonds is a 41. And if you're calling it how you saw it, why is Tremaine Edmonds in the Pro Bowl? Why did he make the Pro Bowl? He's the lowest score of all our linebackers. I get his passing game deterrence because he's 6'5". But a linebacker ultimately gets paid to knock running backs on their ass. To stack linemen so they they can't do what they want and then move them and knock running backs on their ass. Tremaine don't do that, y'all. And maybe he will this year. He said he's about to show up and show out. We got to see. Because this 41 score is a little bit closer to how I saw it than what it, than what it needs to be. A 41 and a 54 from your two guys. One of them whose cap hit is soon going to be $12 million if you just give him the option. If you just sign him to the fifth year option, $12 million. And he made the Pro Bowl at 100 tackles. Those tackles were coming in trail position, guys. It's a difference between Jordan Poyer's tackles, who came up to hit and lay wood, than Tremaine Edmonds, who was lassoing and chasing because he was misdiagnosing. That's got to stop this year. Also, I want to see some. I want to see some of these top linebackers covered. Okay, maybe just one. Travis Kelsey, you got to cover him. That man had 11 to 13 catches easy in the first in the first half. They went away from him cuz they didn't they just did. We didn't stop him. Like, come on man, he caught everything he wanted to catch. There was no pressure. There was no coverage. Next position, defensive tackle. Brandon Bryant, Justin Zimmer, Ed Oliver, Harrison Phillips, Star Lutalele, and Vernon Butler. 62.4. Let's not rag on him too much. Ed Oliver, you're going to take the brunt of my conversation here. You were a 45. You had a decent pass rush score, but your run score was horrible. Yes, you are out of position. Before y'all hammer me about it, yes, he played out of position. But we can't run that back. Because if he's that bad at that position, he cannot be in that position. And he should not have been there last year. If he was that bad, why experiment? NFL is not an experiment league. 
you may experiment for a quarter or a half, but then you make adjustments. You don't keep a person in there the whole game. Kick Nate Becker off the team and then put somebody in there, find a big body, and put a defensive tackle, a bigger one. Somebody off the street, I don't care, because anybody could have plugged a hole better than that. Do y'all feel me? Brandon Bryant. From what I saw, he did good. But he's not new to the game. Is he taking up space for a younger guy to come in? I'm not sure. And if he if he's not, then I then put him on the field. Let him produce. Justin Zimmer. Put that man at linebacker. Y'all seen how he hawked Tyreek Hill down? This man is one of our biggest, strongest guys on the field. If he can run, put him where he can run at. Let him run free. Because from what I saw, man, he was moving more than any of our linebackers were moving. A, a man shouldn't be that a man that big shouldn't be that fast. Justin Zimmer, you won me over with that play right there. I'll leave y'all alone. Star Little Laley's back, y'all. Will it matter? Didn't we get run on with him? He did come on in the second half before he opted out. He was playing against the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all remember that. Star Little Laley was moving his feet. Maybe he said, I'm trying to get into the stat column because people are talking trash. Because I'm being so unselfish by holding up these tackles and stuff. Let me get let me get my 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 face on the TV for a little bit. He had an interception. He was doing his thing. His best play, he chased a linebacker, uh, a running back, caught him by the shoestrings. I'm like, is that star? Oh, yeah. Vernon Butler came on at the end of the year, y'all. But the beginning of the year, horrible. Was that because, once again, new team, continuity? We'll give him that. Pass. 62.4 for that position. Let's move on. Edge. Brian Cox Jr. Mike Love. A.J. Epinesa, Daryl Johnson, A.J. Klein, Mario Addison, Jerry Hughes. I'll repeat that. A.J. Klein. Y'all remember where A.J. Klein started the year? In that linebacker group, that was a 54.3, right? Now, this was one of the power moves by our coaches, right? Because if A.J. Klein would have stayed in that linebacker group and not been moved to the edge group, the linebacker group would have had a 40 score because through that first four games, I remember I was calling for A.J. Klein's job. Y'all were too, so don't leave me out here to, to dry. Y'all were too. <laughs> I was like, get him off the team. He can't cover nobody. He's a turnstile. Running backs running up the field. Tight ends running behind him. He can't play there. He can't play. And then they moved him to the edge, and he turned into God Klein. He tracked Russell Wilson down three times, forced fumbles. I'm like, who is this dude? At the beginning of the game, I remember I was talking trash and I had to eat my words. I was like, damn, I had to erase some Facebook statuses. Y'all done had to do that too. Leave me alone right now. We on the corner. I'm just talking, man. Jerry Hughes, the pro football focus MVP. He had an 86 score. But this is what I need from you, Jerry. Let's have a discussion. Every year, you get a high score because of your pressures. 
But I'm going to say these words to you, my brother. Air don't scare these QBs. You need to touch them up. You need to make them eat dirt. I'm not talking hurries because they ain't really hurrying up. They're stepping up and you're getting credit for that. They still throwing the same ball. Now, playoff Jerry, that's something else. Playoff Jerry is be balling. But in order for us to run it back, we need you to do some of this during the season. Because AJ's going to be there to help you this year. He came on strong. He made some changes to his body. I'm excited to see AJ. He had the second, the second highest score of the group. He was a rookie. I'm not going to knock him. Mario Addison, you already said you'll do better. I'll leave you alone because you consistently got 10 sacks a year in your career. You came here and had five. I will leave it to new team and continuity issues because of COVID. COVID took us all out the game. Y'all literally almost took me out the game for real. So these people need to improve for our team to improve. They can't run it back. Ed Oliver, he has to improve. That's my guy. I know he will improve. I know his heart. Dawson Knox, he has to get better. Whether we bring somebody in or not, Dawson Knox still needs to get better. Because we like him. We know what he can be. We know what he will be. Let's be it, Dawson. Cody Ford. You got to do you got to do better this year, brother, because if you do, you may be the key. But for a person who is the key, to unlock a stellar offense, it also means you could be moved if you aren't opening that door. Do you feel me? Yeah. So Josh Allen masked a lot of these 50 and 60 groups with that 90 play. Stephon Diggs masked some of the deficiencies we had on offense with that 90 score. Can they run that back? We know Josh is going to go try to go from a 90 to a 95, which is harder than going from a 60 to a 90. Those five points are hard to get. What position will we draft? If we were going by group score, it tells us we need a center. We need a tight end. We need edge. And linebackers. I'm, I'm excited to see we bring in this is going to be a fun draft y'all because while we while we're disappointed that we may not see the face that we thought we wanted to see this draft is deep this draft has a lot of templates so where there is a jeremiah owusu koromoa there's other people that are like him may not give you that exact same thing but give you enough of what he can do to be in our rotation. And remember, McDermott does rotation. So it he'll put the guys in there for what they need to be. And congrats to Sean McDermott too. Because as we see from this score, these guys had to be coached up. Sean McDermott covered for Brandon Bean here. And I believe Brandon Bean is going to return the favor this year. Brandon Bean has done work this year. And that's why they're a team. 
That's why they're a team. That's why we're a good team, because they're in sync. I don't think they could do it without each other at this point. Maybe one day they will get to that point where they could do it without each other. But I believe right now, McDermott holds a little more power than Brandon Bean as far as the hierarchy of who makes us tick. But after this draft, we're going to see what Brandon Bean's really about because then we'll be able to honestly say this draft pick didn't really pan out or this draft pick did. We can't really judge him because we haven't had time to see whether these guys are going or growing, right? So this is going to be a big year for Brandon Bean. And we also have to get some guys in here that have to that have to grow right off the bat. They have to help us right off the bat. Because we're trying to get we're we're trying to move in that top 5%, right? We're we're a 90 team trying to move to a 95 so we can get to the Super Bowl. Remember, it looks great to move from the 60 team and then get up to the 90s. But now we're 90s. Now we're now we're elite and we're trying to stay elite in this window. We're trying to stay elite. We're trying to beat the best of the best. So we have to make incremental changes. And some of these scores have to come up. These group scores, they just have to. What do we got to do to get them? I'm glad I'm not the GM. I see he's made steps. But there's more there's more to be done. We got to do it. I really appreciate y'all for chilling with me on this corner, the Buffalo corner. Um, you can find me at the Buffalo, the Built-in Buffalo Podcast Network. Also, check out some of the other guys on the lineup, man. It's all laid out neat on Spotify for you. There's other guys, Justice General, A. Rich, DM3, Izzy. I mean, I, I haven't even named them all, but they're all MVPs, man. I might be the lowest score of the group. I got to bring I got to bring myself up. I got to stop stuttering and stuff. And get my get my stuff right. But I appreciate y'all rocking with me either way. We only going to get better. We going to go from that 90 to a 95. This is Built in Buffalo. I am Mike. Check me out also with my King Me Sports Network. I talk sports all day every day. That is what I do. I appreciate y'all. Thank you.